Hello and welcome to the Gospel Everyday Podcast, following along with the Mariner's Church Annual Read. There's unlimited grace for us today, no matter what happens, because of who Jesus is and what he has done. I'm Aaron Kerr, your host for today. Today we're looking at Proverbs chapter 18, verse 14. It says this, The human spirit can endure in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear. Now, when I read this verse, I immediately think to times in my life when I've been sick. How have I responded in those times? I'll be honest with you. I like to think I'm pretty tough. But when I get a cold or when I get the flu or something like that, I'm a a disaster. Now, on the other hand, my wife is amazing. First of all, she doesn't get sick very often. But when she does, I'm always amazed at her ability to endure it. I just feel like I'm a mess, and she kind of rides it out like it's no big deal. I think she gets this verse more than me. But what's the point of it? Well, clearly, God cares about our physical and our spiritual health. They're connected. But this verse seems to be saying something else, that the inner life, not the physical life, is what matters most. Now, hear me. That does not mean that the physical life doesn't matter. It does. It has tremendous um, implications. But oftentimes, what we tend to do as human beings is prioritize the physical at the expense of the spiritual life. I can't help but think of the Apostle Paul when he's writing to the young pastor, Timothy, in Ephesus. In 1 Timothy 4.8, it says this, For physical training is of some value, but godliness has value for all things holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. In other words, physical training is good. Taking care of our bodies is good. Um, They're a gift from God. We should steward our bodies well. But godliness has value for all things, holding promise for both the present life and the life to come. The investment that we make in our spiritual life or our inner life will actually have, uh, if you will, return on investment that goes beyond even our physical life. So the question really is then, how are we investing in our spiritual life? How are we investing in our inner life? Where are we focusing our time and our money and our relationships? And if we're honest, maybe we need to rethink our priorities a little bit. It's really easy in our culture to chase after the physical health, the physical beauty, the money, the status. But if we're honest, those are things that ultimately will never make us feel more whole. It is a relationship with God through Jesus Christ. I mean, if you think about it, when are we most open to attending church or asking for prayer. It's usually not when things are going great. It's usually when things are falling apart in these other areas of uh, pursuing the external and the physical in our world. We don't need to wait for that. We can go to God right now and start to invest in our spiritual lives so that as we hit adversity and challenges, as every single one of us does, we will be able to cling to the God who can help us endure and persevere. Now, how many of us, ourselves, or maybe we know people we love that are struck with a debilitating disease or disabilities? 
And it's surprising how much strength and endurance and hope comes when we know God and his love. For those who know Christ, one of the beautiful promises we find is in 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 7, that ultimately the treasure that we have in our life is a knowledge of the glory of God, and yet Paul describes the treasure as being in a jar of clay. And so he talks about this, that it's amazing how God gives us this knowledge of the glory of God, and yet we're in these frail and fragile bodies. It is precisely knowing that the risen Jesus who conquered sin and death, even in our frailty and even in our suffering, we can actually have hope in whatever circumstance we find ourselves in because of the glory of God through Christ. When we know him, we are able to endure all kinds of things as a result of that. So what should we do if we're to live wisely with our physical and spiritual health? We should neglect neither. But we should, according to the verses here, prioritize our soul. Notice what Jesus says in Mark chapter 8, verse 36. What good is it for someone to gain the whole world, yet forfeit their soul? Now, how does one forfeit their soul? when they ignore the gift of salvation in Jesus. And God doesn't want that for anyone. He doesn't want us to forget that because he knows how we can seek happiness, even as followers of Jesus in circumstances, over our place in his family, over um, what Jesus has done on our behalf. And Keller says it like this, and I think it's a great place to land our time. He says, happiness is determined by how you deal with your circumstances from inside how you process, how you address, and how you view them when you're meditating and worshiping and praying to God and focusing on his character, his power, his perfection, his love, and his purpose. We see our circumstances differently, don't we? When we don't focus on God's character, we don't know his power over all of life, his sinless, perfect will, and his sacrificial love for us. And his purpose for us, in spite of the evil and failures of our own hearts and our world, we don't have the capacity, we don't have the gospel in view to handle life's challenges with faith, hope, and love. So how does this challenge us? I know for me, I read this and I think, absolutely. And yet if I'm honest, I find at times I'm treating my inner life with God like making dinner with a microwave rather than a crock pot. And as a result, I can find myself rushing even through reading the Bible and meditating on his word. I can find myself rushing through prayers and skimming along the surface of my sin and not really admitting what I need to confess. I need to spend time creating space so that I can hear from God. I can be refreshed by God. I'm challenged by this, I'll be honest, because the other things that compete tend to be good things just not at the expense of the best thing, which is what I need to take care of first. Yes, I have family priorities, work, of course, exercise, but even those are all gifts from God. The wisdom writer gives us a great word in the midst of our culture that is always wanting more from us and trying to offer more for us, when what we really need is less of that and more of him. Let me read over our verse today again, Proverbs 18, 14. The human spirit can endure in sickness, but a crushed spirit who can bear? So how about you? Keller asks us this question. Is there anything that is crushing your spirit? 
If so, how do you know it's crushing your spirit? How is it showing up in your life? How is it showing up in the way your, your, your health looks like? How is it showing up in how you view people or respond to people? Are you patient? Who would be impacted if your happiness rested in your relationship with God first? What would you need to change this week for that to start happening more? Would you pray with me this prayer that Keller writes? Lord, if I'm honest, I do at times blame my circumstances for my unhappiness. I know that makes me secretly resentful towards you, but my joy is largely determined by where I rest my heart. Would you free me from the enslavement to circumstance? Would you let my rest be found in you? I thank you so much for the hope that you offer to me. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for allowing us to be a part of your day. Please be sure to subscribe and share. You can tune in tomorrow for fresh new content. And remember, no matter what happens, there is unlimited grace for us today because of who Jesus is and what he has done. For questions about service times and more, you can access all information about Mariner's Church by downloading the Mariner's app at your favorite app store, visiting the website at marinerschurch.org, or by finding us on Instagram, Instagram handle Mariner's Church. Till next time, have a great day.